Um, but he said, listen, there's probably just an infection. And he gave me Tavernic, which is a fluoroquinolone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you were in fight or flight uh, pretty much every day, all day because of this. And... and the symptoms started almost immediately and I had no idea what was going on. Inspiring stories of hope through healing. This is the Floxy Hope Podcast. All right, Jason here from Floxy Hope. I'm with a guest of mine today to talk about his story, his journey, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and give you a little dialogue on uh, on what happened to him. Cool. Um, thank you, Jason, uh, for having me. I mean, I've known you for a while, and uh, and I mean your your uh, Facebook page has helped me immensely, you know, especially from the positivity side. And I actually stumbled onto your page, I would say, a little bit more than halfway through my journey. Um, but yeah, I'm Herkes Freiling. I'm, I live in South Africa, Cape Town. Um, and yeah, I've been damaged by fluoroquinolones in, I would say, my first tablet I took in November 2015. Um, in a very unfortunate um, sequence of events, you know, took place after that. Um, I'll start by saying that what what really happened is I went for a routine checkup, you know, I mean, in the medical world, everybody would tell you that, you know, you have to do your checkups, you're 35 year old male, um, you have to have your checkups done annually. And that's really what I did. I had no issues. Um, And I went to see a physician in, in a, well-known hospital here in Cape Town. Um, This was my second visit to him. um, And he did his routine checks and he picked up what's um, uh, white blood cells in my urine. And that thing, that just escalated. And at the same time, he said to me, it could be many things. Um, It could be an infection. It could be, um, I can't pronounce the word, but inflammation of the bladder. Um, it could be cancer. It could be so many things. And I'm like, well, you know, what's going on? Um, but he said, listen, there's probably just an infection. And he gave me Tavernic, which is a fluoroquinolone. Uh, I think it's a Leverquin, um, just in case I have an infection. And then, yeah, that's where it started. Um, I developed symptoms soon after that. Jason, is it okay if I just carry on like this? Yeah, totally fine. Yeah, just keep carrying on. Sure, sure. Um, And also, if I get too long-winded, interrupt me. Um, But basically, I I ended up going on to the antibiotic for about seven uh, days. And the symptoms started almost immediately. And I had no idea what was going on. For me, it started in my lower back. I had lower back pain, um, muscle pain. I felt like I I, I pulled a hamstring. um, But I didn't know what what was going on. Um, I also was very anxious, which is not my nature. Um, I, I, I've got quite a stressful job and I've always managed stress very well all my life. So it was strange to me. Anyway, I'll fast forward from there. That escalated. I mean, I ended up with a neurologist who, who was, uh, had a cystoscopy done, which was a very invasive procedure. During that procedure, they gave me the um, uh, intravenous um, fluoroquinolone the neurologist also, um, despite tests turning, turning up negative, continued to give me Ciprobay. Um, and this all happened over a period of about, I would say, six to seven months. And the symptoms just escalated. I'm, I'm pretty strong, I think. Um, 
and very active. I, I love sports. I'm a triathlete. I do biathlons at national level um, as a veteran. So I've done all those things. So for me, it was very strange and, and these things happening in my body. Um, and then, so I started in November 2015 and I never really had the tendon issues, which was quite strange in, in hindsight, but I had a lot of neuro neurological and muscle issues um, and the anxiety. At some point, um, Jason, I, at work, um, I mean, I've got phenomenal people working for me, but I, I ended up sleeping, taking naps underneath my desk and locking my door and hiding it from the big boss kind of thing just to get through the day. Because in South Africa, you know, you, know, you have a good job, you have to hang on to it. Um, and my colleagues helped me. To, I've got two very um, solid guys working for me who sort of like um, – helped me get through that difficult time. I lost 14 kilograms. Um, and yeah, I mean, the symptoms, most of them I had. In 2018, no, 17, um, I thought, listen, I mean, I, oh, by the way, I ended up getting tested for multiple sclerosis, um, MRI scans, because I lost feeling in my left hand. And I couldn't pick up a point. It was my left hand. Um, and the doctors were quite worried, so I got tested for that, but they couldn't pick up lesions. So they said, no, you probably don't have it. We don't really know what's going on. Blood tests, I mean, it carried on for about a year. And at that point, um, I, I started thinking to myself, listen, you've been on antibiotics so often in your life. Just Google antibiotic poisoning. And what popped up? this rabbit hole that you've been down and so many other people. And on top of it was fluoroquinolone toxicity. And from there, I actually ended up on Floxia Hope. I ended um, on the Flox fluoroquinolone toxicity group. And at that point in time, I realized this is exactly what's going on in my body. Um, in hindsight, in 2015, all it was, Jason, was inflammation of my prostate because I cycled with a bicycle with a small saddle and I, all I needed to do was get a wider saddle and um, that would have sorted me out. And they mm -hmm. put me through this hell for 12 months. Not one doctor asked me, listen, and this doctor knew I'm a cyclist. He knew I'm a sportsman, but they're not interested, you know, in your story, which was for me very frustrating. Um, so, yeah, I mean, then I Googled that and I realized that I'm not going to get any help from Western doctors. Um, and from there, I proceeded to, to get into contact with a naturopath who lives on a farm in the middle of nowhere here in South Africa. Uh, at the time I visited him was middle, early 2017. I could barely walk 300 meters. Um, and I, I had no energy and I had so much pain. He immediately said to me, look, we got to sort out your guts. We got to sort out your diet. And he put me on a whole supplement regime. Um, and I can go into that if you want me to. But that's within a month, I got my energy back. But then this, the, the pain in the ache surfaced. Um, I actually, that was October 2017. But as soon as I got my energy back, I started running or slow walks, sorry. Um, which ended up going into a slow jog, swam again. After my first swim, that I woke up that next morning and I lifted my arms and was blue with micro tears underneath my arms from, the, from that swim. 
that scared the living daylights out of me. And then I stopped that for a while. But I managed to, over a six-month period, get myself into a fitness level where I, I actually won silver in our national championships as a biathlete. But then after that, I crashed completely and the tendons started. My kidney tendons packed up in, in February 2018. Um, and from there, it got really bad again. And, and I, I just realized that this thing is cycling. You know, it's, it recurs, it comes back. And if you're not on top of it all the time, you know, you, you, you can get hurt. But at that point, I think um, I realized that I got to look after my body. I have to eat healthy. I had to take my supplements. I have to steer clear from toxic um, exposure, which I did for about a year. And gradually, I rebuilt my body through that time. And I think, Jason, I might get my dates wrong, but I think it's about a year and a half or two years ago, I stumbled onto um, your Facebook page or we became acquainted. And you mentioned you're going to start a page and and it's at that point where I, I also worked out that my relapses is very much linked to stress. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I have to thank you there. I mean, at that point, I was a very positive person and I kept on going. I kept on training. I refused to stop um, listening to my body. I have to put that out there. I mean, you have to be so careful. You can hurt yourself. Um, and I was, but I kept on moving. Um, and I started meditating. I, I, I worked on my positivity and I actually went off the other Facebook pages for a while because, I mean, there's so many sad stories. And when you're in such a place, you can't always help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, I think the positivity made a big difference. And I started managing my stress. And long story short, then I'll stop talking. And this year, you and I have been in contact in, in, in October. I actually had a good stint for about three to four months where I, I, I ended up running again. I think I ran about 700 kilometers in 2020, which for me was a huge amount with my background with the toxicity. And then suddenly in October, November, I got this incredible nerve pain in my legs, which um, was debilitating. I mean, I thought I had COVID for a while and I got tested. It wasn't the case. I, would, I couldn't walk up two flights of stairs and I was down. I, I had such pain in my, the lactic acid buildup in my muscles was terrible. I went on a holiday and I mentioned to you, that's when I, I picked up on Wim Hof and I started the Wim Hof breathing and within a week, the pain was gone. And mm-hmm. at that, I ended up researching what he does. Uh, it's also the cold baths, the cold showers, and um, the fact that your breathing can alkaline your body if you do it properly within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the oxygen getting to my nerves um, with the deep breathing and the, the consistent, I would do it five, six times a day. Um, I once or twice passed out on a mat, actually, by holding my breath too long. Um, but that's made a huge difference. And, and also it manages my stress. So long story short, it's been a five-year journey with, with the first two years being terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what was wrong. Um, and then after that, gradually working out how to improve and heal my body um, with the help of many people on these groups. And it includes you, Jason. I have to, I have to give you thanks. I mean, just listening to your podcasts and your videos and reading your posts made a big difference, especially in the last year. Um, and yeah, I mean, healing is possible. Absolutely possible. I just got my results from my OAT test, which you also recommended I do. 
And um, the good news for me is that my mitochondria seems healthy, which mm. really is the last four or five years of rebuilding. Um, my issues are linked to fungus in my gut, which I need to sort out. A um, little bit um, low on vitamin B2 and 6, I think. But that's about it. Um, so I'm very, very grateful. Um, that that's I'm amazing. Here. Yeah, healing is possible. Yeah, healing healing is um, a very broad very word, broad right? Word, like, because right? everyone, has, everyone their own has their own path to, path to wellness, wellness or, or yeah, how they're how they're going to get there. And um, I've always felt that the easiest way to get there is starting off every day by just believing it. You know, you're going to get there. You know. So, Absolutely, and, and, and Jason, I need to add this just to I've got COVID as I sit here, um, and my body. Because I've built, I, oh, by the way, I have to mention, I haven't been on Western medicine for more than three years. Not even an antihistamine, not even a pain tablet. I don't touch the stuff. And I think the reason, I, I only know I'm covered because my wife is a little bit sick, um, but she's okay. But it didn't affect me at all. And I had tested and I'm positive, but I'm, I'm fine. And I'm on day 12, um, wow. which is incredible. If you look after your body, your body looks after you. Yeah, you must have antibodies built up. Absolutely, yeah. So um, the medical system completely failed you like they failed me. I had uh, epididymitis, suspected prostatitis, and all there really was was just um, like a viral, I'm sorry, like a, like a bacterial load in my body from Lyme disease, and it's, a, it's like a side effect to having that. And, and they, all they had to do was just tell me to rest more and stop being so athletic and not give me the antibiotics antibiotics. same thing in your case they just didn't didn't look into it enough absolutely and that's that's sad that's sad that's that's the life the world we live in yeah it is it is sad i get so frustrated with uh, the medical system and how overwhelmed they are in every country in every place it's all the same yeah yeah we actually had jason um Maybe just to add, about in 2019, and I don't know if you ever saw the the, the broadcast, but on Floxia Hope, we I, I put the link on there for a while. I don't know if that took off, but it's probably one of the best described um, investigative journalistic pieces on fluoroquine toxicity. What was done in South Africa, in fact, brilliantly done. Um, I know. I don't know if you know what's the guy from Canada's name. Oh, um, the Big, uh, he's, uh, he's a huge um, activist for fluoroquine toxicity. Ah, will come to me now, but he's one Charles, of the admin. Tr- tr- was it Charles Bennett or like a doctor or an admin? No, no, no. He's a, um, I, I think you're friends with him even, but but I'll come to him. But he lives in Canada. He does all these rallies and stuff. Oh, but, Mark Gerard? Yes, Mark. Yeah, and great guy. He came back saying he's one of the best pieces he's seen. It's a, it was almost half an hour piece. And what happened is I managed to get through to these guys after two years of trying, and they interviewed about four people in South Africa with the toxicity. And within a day, South African health authorities issued the warnings, and they improved on the warnings. But it's just so sad that you have to get this onto TV and have people ask questions. I mean, the month after that, I got bombarded with calls with people who realized that they actually have fluoroquinone toxicity and not some other disease. You know, um, which is which is quite scary. Just get get the word. Yeah, it really is, yeah, and it's really sad is. because the drug is actually, drug a, is simple actually a simple 
way to way understand, how, understand how it poisons the body, poisons right? The body, it's got right? the fluoride and then it's got the DNA effects, the mitochondrial effects. So it's, it's sad that like, if I can figure it out from a few, you know, Google peer reviewed studies, I don't know why these doctors can't do it the same or these politicians and these government officials. It's, it's frustrating to say the least. So um, going forward, you're doing better. Yeah. You're winning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing, I I understand how it works. You know, I, I got some issues like you do. I got fungus and mold and all that stuff. And my, my gut has been the worst part about this. My guts never really uh, bounced back and I've thrown everything at it and I'm almost there, but uh, you know, it, it just feels like I can't catch a break. I go up and I go down, but I understand how it works and relapses and all that. And I, I mitigate problems as much as I can, which is, which is, I think, um, something going forward that we all have to realize going through this. I, I don't think that anyone is, uh, comes out of this unscathed. I think we're changed for the better, of course, because we've learned all these things, but, um, listening to your body, like you said, is very important. It's one of the most important things I've learned and, and just being positive, you know, we're, we're all in here together and, and sharing mm-hmm. knowledge and, and advice is, is helpful. And, and this uh, podcast could probably help a lot of people too. No, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you know, those relapses, eh? And when you feel better, you tend to forget for that, you know, for a while. Yeah. And you've mentioned it in one of your videos or podcasts as well, but then you need to tap into that. You need to enjoy it and mm-hmm. feel off that positivity and that good feeling, I suppose. Yeah, I go for um, walks like that I've never been able to or jogs. And it's um, astounding when I look at my watch and it tracks my steps and I'm like, holy crap. But then I'll have some pain later and I'm not used to that. So I get like this, uh, I have this fearful PTSD of, oh, my God, something's going to break or am I going to be in pain for the next three weeks? But that's a very normal thing to think going through this. And and to be okay with that is is a huge thing to to handle. But it's it's built me to be a better, better person. So. I think you're right. I mean, for me, at some point, I I also went off on trying everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up in, I mean, you know, I think I've mentioned it to you. I've been injecting myself, you know, into my heel, mm-hmm. you know, uh, BPC-157. I don't know if it really helped, but but the lengths you go to to try and fix yourself is, is quite incredible. And sometimes you have to take a break from that. You said it in one of your recent posts. You have to take a break from you know, read everything, you know, if you don't do that, and since I've been doing that, I'm actually better off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were in fight or flight uh, pretty much every day, all day because of this and um, being on those Facebook groups and reading those negative stories, it just reinforces that mindset and then it just stresses you out. And then uh, of course you're going to feel like crap. I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're thinking you're, you're damned and you're going to be sicker and you're going to get worse and, it's probably going to happen. You're reinforcing that thought. So I just try to tell people just go do the, you know, go do breathing work or spend time with family, laugh and love or call a friend. You know, this, this is very isolating. I, I didn't talk to anyone for maybe a year. And then I was like, you know yeah. what? I got to get out, get out of my own way. I also hid in my house for months because um, I couldn't let my parents see me the way. I, I mean, like I said, I lost 12 kgs and yeah. my dad, to worry a lot you know and I didn't want him to see me like that and try and hide it and protect them from worrying and to your point it's actually a wrong thing to do you, you need that support yeah I mean if, if I could have done this all over if I could have done it all over again I would have just got off Facebook groups and just uh, got very um, connected with earth and family and friends yeah. and 
like grounding and breath work and meditation and yeah. you know food food can be medicine but food can be poison so that's a tricky uh suggestion to look at because you know there's so many people saying so many different things but um is that, you know that i think becomes so stressful yeah the, the food intolerances I, I bet to this day you probably still have some some weird issues with food right yeah yeah i mean it, it's uh it's a strange road to be on but what are some of the biggest roadblocks in the past you know six years you've you've found yourself just uh, hitting a, a, a wall that you just couldn't figure out or anything that was in your way. Yeah. Look, I think the initial one was the fact that I didn't know what was wrong. Um, then after that, um, I, I, I was so positive after the naturopath saw me and he told me, look, this, this can be fixed. Um, but he even didn't really understand photocoronal toxicity. He was dealing more with cancer patients and autoimmune patients, but the three similar um, for me was once I've worked that out um, I felt like I, I'm, getting, I'm moving forward then for about six months I felt like I'm improving because I was in such a bad place and then you know that you mentioned it just now thinking that you will be your old self eventually um, I, I was like I was going to win gold you know um, in the biathlon and I was aiming for it um, but then having to that was for me the, the most difficult thing since 2018 I haven't been competitive at all um, but I'm very thankful that I can run again and I can swim and I can cycle I just need to manage the, the load mm-hmm. I, think, I suppose number one working out what is wrong number two getting onto the healing path and then hitting the wall with not getting to my old self and then having to make peace with that and then to celebrate life again, I suppose, after that. And I think I'm in that space now. You caught me in a good day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm, I'm feeling really, really good at the moment since I've been doing the breathing and all of that. But um, yeah, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but um, yeah. No, and that's it's to, to see all the negativity. There's some people who are really, really badly hurt by that stuff. And I can't work out whether I'm just lucky or whether I've done the right stuff and someone else maybe didn't because you don't really know what people do. I cheat often. I mean, I, I had a whiskey earlier tonight and I probably will feel it tomorrow. And, mm-hmm. you know, I might be cheating a lot, but they don't tell you that on the Facebook groups. And, and so it's very difficult. I suppose. There's, there's a lot of contradictions and controversy. And um, I myself yeah. have caught, caught my own fair share of, um, Facebook messages from angry people that I didn't, you know, it's just, I, I try to tune it out. You know, if, if I'm not helping you, I'm sorry, but um, the, there's no right way to do any of this. I don't think, but I, I, I can say the universal thing that I've seen help 99% of people is, is uh, being okay with this, that the situation you're in and just being positive about it and just being like, you know, you know, I can cycle, I can walk, I can run can't do a biathlon, but at least I'm not worse. You know, at least I can enjoy some of the things that are, make me feel human that make me tick, make me, make me feel like life is worth living. And that's amazing. Right. I mean, yeah. Look, Jason, what I will say, the, the positivity side of things, I mean, it sounds like a, uh, you know, it's a brief, itty fairy word, but mm-hmm. I'm science behind it. 
for me personally, um, to have stress hormones released in your body consistently. Now, fluoroquinolones trigger that. For me, I was never, I was a very calm, relaxed, happy person before, you know, fluoroquinolones. Since then, I became an anxious, more stressed person because I'm worried about my health. I'm worried about providing for my family and all those things. And that's escalated into my body consistently producing this poison. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really believe that if you have a more positive outlook as an additional method of fighting this toxicity, it's crucial. I, I, I can't enough. If your body doesn't have to detox stress hormones, you give it a break, you know, it can focus on detoxing other stuff, you know, that you can't control. So since I've been more positive and focusing on the, the positive things and trying to manage stress through breathing and meditation, I've seen huge improvement and I'm a much happier person for it, even though I'm not the same person I used to be. Yeah. This is one of the most humbling experiences you'll go through, you know, like people that have cancer and these huge health problems, it's, it's humble. It makes you humble. It makes you realize how important things can, it makes you realize how small the things you worried about before this happened really are. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you were talking about the, the Wim Hof method, the, the breath work, and I'm a big believer in that because it does reduce lactic acid buildup and it, it, uh, you know, it, it, it stimulates the, the sympathetic nervous system, which is that, uh, that mild fight or flight response, but in a good way um, yeah. without triggering too much cortisol production. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's beneficial and it's, be- it's helped you apparently. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've also read the book, um, Dan Brulay, I think on breathing. Mm-hmm. So breathing techniques that focuses on the parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system, which is mm-hmm. the, I think, so it's the dopamine release, which is more on the X. Calming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I think is also, I'm combining the two, um, which has been really helpful. I think for me, particularly because I've, I've started developing nervous system issues mm-hmm. and, and also I think related to stress. Um, I think that's maybe why it helped. I don't know if it will help everybody. I don't know if it will, I think it will speed up healing in tendons. I think it can because you increase blood flow, you increase oxygen, um, you know, going to those areas. And because when you're stressed, you breathe shallow, you know, you, you don't have, you don't breathe deeply and it's a subconscious thing. Um, I, I'm a, I, and it's a recent thing for me, but I'm a big, big fan of this. I think it's something that's made a big, big difference in my life on top of magnesium and all the other things that we all understand sorting out. Your, I think for me, this is a 20% game changer. Yeah. At nighttime I do like bagel nerve breathing. So I'll do the, the short inhale, like the four, the four or five second inhale, hold for four and then exhale for eight or nine. And I, I sleep like a baby. I, I don't have any issues sleeping and uh, I don't now wake up stressed to do that. Yeah. Just, just relax in bed and just breathe in and, you know, br- breathe in for four to six, hold for four and then exhale for eight to 10 and, and then pause for two and then just, just keep that cycle. And, you know, all the, every person that I've ever told to do that, they're, they're sleeping much better. And it's weird because you, you can't be on your, you're on your phone stressed out on Facebook groups. And before you go to bed, you're going to wake up stressed out. It's just Absolutely. the nature of the beast. But uh, no, breath work, yeah, yeah. It, works, it works great. Up, it's the next morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It, it really does help. And uh, I, I, I use it here and there. I'm, I get lazy. I don't always do it. But 
it helps. It definitely helps. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so what are you doing right now? Supplements, diet, you know, what's, what's going yeah. on in your life to help you? Yeah. So Jason, I'm, I'm seeing my homeopath next week. So we're going to work out <laughs> supplement regime. And um, just that that way tea taste picked up. But but on top of that, I, I mostly drink clean water. That's a non-negotiable for me. Um, I've got one of these humidif- uh, these um, ozone uh, machines that catches the the moist from the air and changes it into water. So that's the water I drink with um, trace elements um, the, the, to beef up the mineral minerals in the water. And then I take the supplements that most of us do. You know, the I think magnesium for me is critical because I I, I try and be quite active. So I drink a lot of magnesium, vitamin C. Um, I take MSM for the joints. I take collagen. Um, I also in the evenings take potassium, mm-hmm. zinc, um, and selenium. Those are my core supplements. And then I've got one or two other funky things. I don't know if you've ever heard of phytosaccharides. I've heard, is it uh, like, the, I, I think there's some uh, herbs like noni and comfrey and some other ones that have that in there. It, look, I think, so So this is how my naturopath explained it. And I've, I've never come across it. I've Googled it. I can't find it anywhere. He, he makes it. But basically the way he explained it to me, and I might get this wrong, so bear with me, but fruit, for example, the moment that a week before a fruit will fall from a tree on its own because it's ripened and will fall from its tree, it produces this, this substance. It's a type of, it's a type, I think it's a type of sugar. Mm-hmm. So if you pick a fruit too soon, you never have that benefit. And most, when you buy fruit, most fruit are picked earlier, you know, so that it doesn't go off in a shop. That's why it's so amazing. If you can pick a fruit that's ripe and eat it, you'll get the benefit from the phytosaccharide. But it's an incredible bone marrow um, health uh, thing. So it improves the health of your bone marrow, which then eventually improves your general health. Wow. Substance that that you get in fruit, um, I think there's a few days before they actually would fall from the tree, but it, it's only from that period. And then when it falls from the tree, I think it only lasts for about a week, then it's gone again. So um, I'll send you some information on it. But that's another thing that I've that I've that I've used, but it's very expensive. Um, mm-hmm. It's made cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I think that. Uh the guy or, or the woman or the spirit or whoever created this planet, this universe, they put everything we need to figure it Absolutely. out. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, human beings that usually overcomplicate and overthink things. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We are the, we are the problem, not the solution. <laughs> Most of the time. So, um, What's your future plans like? What's uh, what's something you're looking into, looking forward to? Yeah, look, Jason. I mean, I'm, I love my work again, which is great. Um, we in the, in the we import um, designer fragrances in South Africa, so some of the big brands, and we're the sole distributor. So I'm quite, I'm loving that, and I feel I've got energy again, and I can I can excel in my work where I've had a bit of a pause for about a year. Um, then from a personal perspective i'm really looking forward to you know being active again i don't know if i'll be my old self but 
just to compete or just to be in the race for me. I've done a triathlon actually last year, October. And just after that, I had the relapse. So I haven't done anything since. So I'm looking forward to a year where I can be quite active. Um, yeah. And then to travel a little bit, you know, Africa is mm-hmm. South Africa in itself is quite a, well, not compared to the U S not even close, but it's a biggish country mm-hmm. um, to see. So I'm looking forward to all of that stuff. So, I'm in a good place. Eh? I mean, I've had a hell, hell of a five years and the last three with a few more ups, um, but still pretty bad downs, but I think it's going to become less and less. And, yeah. You know. That's good. I mean, it's always, it's always nice to be hopeful and, and have plans and goals. And I think that's another big thing with this is you have to have something to hang on to, to get through this. And it, and just getting to that point where you, where you, uh, accomplish it and be humble by it and just be grateful that you got there is, is, is always a win, but yeah, this is a, it's quite the experience, right? And years go by and it's like, wow, I can't believe it. Yeah. But you also said it, you appreciate life so much more. Yeah. I, mean, I, I can I sit said, in my garden sitting in a bush, you know, for half an hour. Me too. Yeah. I sit <laughs> with my dogs on the grass and I'm just like, I just listen to birds and I, I didn't realize that a 35 year old guy could sit with his dogs and just be at peace listening to birds. But I, I, I want to think that our ancestors were like that. I don't think they had all this crazy, crazy stuff we did. We put on ourselves every day, you know? No, we put too much pressure on ourselves. I I really think, you know, minimalistic living is another thing that I'm looking into, you know, to cut down just this material stuff um, and to be in nature more. Yeah, yeah, I know. I um I took the path of um helping people and being connected to people and you know that has its its positive in it and its negatives, but it's 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 healing to me to get away from it. At least I do once a week I just get away from it and uh you know it's yeah. it, it's something we uh we've we've used so that we can connect to people, but it's like so much. It it's constantly in, intrusive if you let it be, and I think that the the most beneficial part of healing is getting disconnected and sitting outside and being with family and you know and i don't know how you do it jason i mean at some point when i was i was i mean i'm still passionate about this um but at some point when i worked out what was wrong i mean i ended up trying i i I spent time with lawyers trying to sue the pharmaceutical companies then i ended up trying to get it into the media and and i managed to get it into the newspaper and onto that one um program and then I went into a phase where I just wanted to help everybody especially when I feel good you feel mm-hmm. like you you know I've sorted this out I've got this covered and and then you end up helping people but you you can't I couldn't sustain it you know because it became so draining um, yeah get angry at you they say oh you can do this stuff I can't do this you didn't have it as bad as I did but but then again, they weren't here when I was at my worst. And yeah, it's hard. I mean, I think of you a lot. I mean, it's an amazing thing you do. But you try. Have... try. Yeah, yeah I, um, I would like to um, help everybody, but it's, it's very hard because it's, it's somewhat triggering too when people reach out to me and they're in their worst spot. And um, you try to give hope, but um, you have to have perspective. Yeah. You know, even even when I was at my worst, I, I knew I could get better. And, you know, I, I, I was just like a puzzle that was 
a mess and I just needed to figure out how to put the pieces back together. And that's, that's who I am as a person, but not everyone's like that. And I, I get that, but it's, it's, it's hard to, to not be able to feel like you're helping somebody and it, and you're right. It, it can be emotionally draining and, and hard, right? Cause you're trying to give advice and trying to help, but um, it doesn't always resonate or land with everyone. And hopefully things like this help, you know, yeah, I mean, you asked me earlier about a wall, and it just comes to mind now that you say that. Uh, you may know the guy, I won't mention his name, but there was this one oak. I mean, I was talking to him a lot, but he was very, very down in the dumps and ended up committing suicide. And at that point, I, I also went off all the Facebook groups for about three, four months. I was just, you know, shattered by that. I thought I was helping the oak, but he was mentally just so hurt by that antibiotic. Yeah couldn't see himself through it, which was terrible. Um, it is. It is. And it's happened so many times in the last seven years I've been here. And it's, it's, uh, it's scary. You know, I don't understand that component of it. And um, the, the best advice I can give anybody is if you know somebody in that spot, like at least just try to be there for them like you were. And that's all you can do, really. I mean. Yeah. 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 And it's hard. I mean, it was in the U.S. I was here. Yep. Yeah, you can't do. You have to let that go because if you keep that with you, you carry that negative energy, um, and you actually end up, you know, passing that on. So that's why your point: take a break from all of this every now and then. It's, it's probably the best advice you can give. Yeah, yeah. Even like some of my um, my Facebook group, I can't manage it on my own, so I have people help me, and it's um, it's a great tool, like connecting with people. But you know, in the future, I, I would love to just do the podcasts and, and write a few books and just put a, put everything out there and say, Hey, here you go. I've given you everything I've learned. Yeah. Um, Is it hope, what's that? There's a saying in, in South Africa, use it, don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like um, it's, it's a hard road to be on and not, not, not everyone's the same. Like we're all so different, but we all share the same, the same issues, similarities, but it, each path to healing is completely different. And, and, yeah. you know, that's what we all need to learn. I think, you know, these supplement questions, like what works for you? What, how, what should I take? And it's like, that's a, that's a broad question. The one thing I can tell you that works for everybody's minerals. That's the only thing I found that yeah. every, helps everybody. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. But I mean, it's also the manifestation of the symptoms. It's, it's, I mean, I didn't have any Achilles tendon issues for a year and a half mm-hmm. and hey, that's my the issue i can't get rid of you know so whereas other people get out of bed after one tablet and the achilles snap you know it's it's just and then you take that into your whole bodily system you know someone is weak in this area and that's where you need to support but that's the problem with this thing if you don't know where you're weak that's why i think for me i was so excited to get the results um because i knew there was something missing yeah, the organic acid test is fantastic. I mean, I've spent pretty much all the money I could spend on testing. And the oat test tells you exactly what's going on with your mitochondria. And you've got, you know, methylation, everything. Like, it tell, it gives you everything. And, you know, I just yeah. took mine, like, a, I think a year ago. And I, I have a lot of things to work on. But yeah, I'm much better than I was, you know. And it, it gives me a roadmap to say, okay, this is what I need to fix, you know. Yeah. So it's super, it's super helpful to know where you're at. And, um one day you might have a perfect goat test. That's what you're going for, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's what we aim at. Aim high. Yeah, aim high. Yep. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to um, no, give just, back to people? No, just that, I, was, I mean, look, for me, it's like, just never give up hope. I mean, it's, it's, it, it sounds like a cliche. Um, and I think attach yourself to positive people. And um, I mean, I can say this. I've been really, really, really sick. And I thought that I was going to die. I mean, my wife thought I was going to die. Um, she would speak about it often. Um, I, I was gray. I was pale. I was really sick. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I had 64 kilograms from 80 to 64. Um, oh, sorry, from 78 to 64. And I was really sick. And today I sit here and I can do most of the things I love. Um, so I want to leave that. I mean, that for me. And then a big thanks to what you do, Jason. I mean, um, you know, reach out if you see yourself. I mean, we're here to support you, but thanks for what you do. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate you for coming here and spending time with me and spreading the word and giving people your story and hope. And that's what it's all about is, is people in their worst spot are going to turn this podcast on and, and, and listen to your story and be like, well, if he got out of it, I can too. Absolutely. You know, so that's what I'm trying to do. That's the mission. Uh, so that's enough. I think it's all you can do. Yeah. So I'm gonna, um, so I just want to thank you for being here with me and, you know, spending time and spreading the word. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. this week's episode well the answer is simple it would mean the world to us if you could head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things thank you thank you